Good morning. Last week, more than 250 people signed up to spend their Wednesday afternoon or their Saturday morning telling supervisors what they thought about the latest draft of our new comprehensive plan. Most of those people were not happy. And this week, county supervisors got to work on it. For Friday, May 3rd, it's your Loudon Now Morning Minute. Loudoun County Commuter Services has ways to keep your wheels turning and keep you cheerful. There are commuter buses from park and ride lots to destinations in Arlington, the Pentagon, Crystal City, and Washington, D.C., or a Metro Connection bus can drop you off at Wheelie Rest and East Metro Rail Station to hop on the Silver Line. Or local buses can get you from Leesburg to Ashburn and Sterling, from Sterling to Reston, or just around the town of Leesburg for only a dollar. To learn more about these or find a carpool or van pool, visit loudoun.gov commute or call 703 771 5665. Let's go. Thanks for being with us. I'm Rince Green. This Wednesday, county supervisors held their first ever meeting on planning Loudoun's new urban policy area. They're working on a new county comprehensive plan, which is pretty much what it sounds like. The comprehensive plan will be the guiding document for Loudoun's growth and development for years into the future. And as you may have noticed in Loudoun, we have an awful lot of growth and development. This new comprehensive plan is long overdue after almost 20 years. By state code, we're supposed to refresh it every five years. The county's been working on writing a new one for about three years, and in May, the County Planning Commission turned out a controversial draft plan that has now been handed to the Board of Supervisors for final edits. The new comprehensive plan for the first time has an urban area. Our comprehensive plan divides the county up into geographic areas, including the urban area, which is around metro stations, the suburban area, which is where you'd expect, the rural policy area, which is in the rural west, and the transition policy area, which is in between the rural and suburban policy areas. Supervisors started work with the urban policy area, which is so far the least controversial of the policy areas. The new comprehensive plan describes that area as, quote, complete communities that accommodate living, working, shopping, learning, and playing in dense urban environments of walkable, mixed-use, and transit-oriented development, end quote. There is emphasis on pedestrian and bike travel, public spaces, and dense population. But despite some of what was said at the public hearings last week, some supervisors and county staff were dismissive of the idea that the urban policy area can absorb the majority of Loudoun's growth going into the future. The urban policy area is only about 2,600 acres, about four square miles, and a county of around 521 square miles. However, the majority did support language in the plan that states the urban policy areas will be the target area for much of Loudoun's future growth proposed by Leesburg Supervisor Kristen Umstadt. Some supervisors largely dismissed proposals from those public hearings that they do more to protect the rural west and transition area from development. Ashburn Supervisor Ralph Bona said it's not realistic to expect not to lose any more farmland. So far, the majority of supervisors have voted down most proposals to preserve that farmland. Republican supervisors in February voted down a proposal by Chair Phyllis Randall to return funding to a long-dormant program to purchase some landowners' development rights with county money and retire those rights, which would permanently protect that land from development. Another program proposed by Blue Ridge Supervisor Tony Buffington would allow landowners in rural areas to sell those development rights to landowners in more developed areas. Transfer of development rights is under study, but also faces opposition from some supervisors. 
Bona said Loudon's purchase of development rights program failed miserably and called transfer of development rights a direct assault on eastern Loudon. Some eastern supervisors have argued those programs put additional development in the east without the ability to get proffer agreements from developers, which the county government uses to keep up on infrastructure, such as roads and schools, to support that development. Overall, supervisors did not make much in the way of sweeping changes to the Planning Commission's proposals for the urban policy area. Most of their edits were on more nuanced issues like whether to include roads and parks in calculating development density. We won't get into it. This was their first work session on the new comprehensive plan. Next Wednesday, they'll dive into the suburban policy area. Under state code, they have until June 21st to wrap up work on the new comprehensive plan. Go to loudonnow.com slash morning minute to check out the whole story. In other news, school board members are split on whether to keep paying to send Loudoun County students to Thomas Jefferson High School for science and technology in Fairfax. TJ, as it's known, is no joke, it's worth saying. Newsweek ranked it America's top high school from 2014 to 2016. But soon, it may no longer be an option for Loudoun students. The school board will vote on May 28th whether to extend its contract with Fairfax County Public Schools. At a meeting in April, parents of Loudoun students going to TJ spoke in favor of keeping that contract going, or at least phasing it out for the kids who are already there. It comes down to money and duplication. There are 247 students from Loudoun attending TJ at a cost to the school system of $3.8 million. 83 have been accepted into the program for next year. That does not include the more than half a million dollars cost of transporting students to Thomas Jefferson. The other concern is that Loudoun has just opened the Academies of Loudoun, which includes the Academy of Science and the Academy of Engineering and Technology. For as long as the school board has been talking about opening the Academies of Loudoun, some members have been saying it may mean ending the contract with Thomas Jefferson. Algonquin District School Board member Debbie Rose said it's time to let the academies be the shining star. But others, like Chair Jeff Morse from the Dulles District, said they should keep the option open. For one thing, ending the TJ contract would cut down the number of Loudoun students who could go to advanced education programs. The school board has until June 1st to notify Fairfax County Public Schools about any changes to the contract. If they decide to close it, students already accepted TJ won't be affected. We have a Hall of Fame lawyer in Leesburg. Virginia Lawyers Weekly has included Leesburg lawyer Peter C. Burnett among 25 living inductees to the Virginia Lawyers Hall of Fame. The honor recognizes attorneys aged 60 and older who have made a lasting mark on the legal field. Criteria for selection includes career accomplishments, contributions to the profession, and to the development of the law and efforts to increase access to justice. Burnett has been an attorney for 42 years. He maintained a general law practice in Leesburg for 10 years beginning in the late 1970s. In 1988, he co-founded Burnett & Williams, PC, now one of Virginia's oldest personal injury law firms. In 2012, he obtained what remains the highest wrongful death verdict ever returned by a Virginia jury, $15 million. That beat his own previous record from the 1990s for the highest wrongful death verdict ever returned in Loudoun County. He was also president of the Loudoun County Bar Association from 1999 to 2000, where he created the Loudoun County Law Foundation. In 2003 and 2009, the town of Leesburg recognized his community leadership with its highest honor, the George C. Marshall Award. Burnett is the only two-time recipient of the award. And just a quick fun little reminder for everyone, Monday is the deadline for the first half personal property taxes. 
Payments postmarked after May 6 get a 10% late payment penalty. You can pay online at loudon.gov slash pay taxes or over the phone, through an app, or in person. You can get the details on our website. So get the full story on this and all these stories over at loudonnow.com. On today's Get Out Loudon calendar, the National Conference Center will take you to watch Loudon United at Audi Field in D.C. for a home away from home game. The Black Olive Bar and Grill has food and drink specials, and you get a round trip to Audi Field or an overnight package for the game tonight. It starts at 5.30 p.m. It's Food Truck Friday at Blend Coffee Bar in Ashburn tonight. Buena Diaz Food Truck will be serving up gourmet quesadillas, and acoustic guitarist Shri will be playing live. It's from 6 to 9 p.m. And the Goose is Loose at B Chord Brewing Company in Round Hill. Goose is an indie groove band based out of Norwalk, Connecticut, Connecticut, and they'll be playing live at B Chord tonight at 8 p.m. Get the details on this event and check out the rest of the event's calendar at getoutloudon.com. And if you like the Morning Minute, found a podcasting magnet school to raise up the next generation of adequate podcasters and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and it'll be waiting for you there every morning. Okay. Have a great day.